where all I see is positives when it comes to being able for us as tradies to, to express ourselves, man. That's all I see is we'll only get better. We'll only get better for those those boys that are and girls that are jumping into the trade, the brothers and sisters that are jumping into the trade, to be more accepting of, of, of those that are, are struggling with and struggle struggling in in some hard times, man. Mm-hmm. Um at the end, and it takes all probably take away that that stigma of oh, you got to be tough to be a trader, you got to be a big man, you got to be because you know I'm I'm all those things, but it, it's never it's never been like that for me. Hello and welcome to the Chip Away podcast. My name's Adam, and I talk with passionate construction professionals and try to chip away at what it is to build, create, and shape the landscape we live in. My guest for this episode is Lorenzo from At 43 Carpentry. Lorenzo is an apprentice carpenter working in Auckland, New Zealand. His roots are in Tokoroa, and after a stint in Australia, he came back home to pursue a career in carpentry. On this episode, we discuss the stereotype builder, finding the right work environment, mental health and construction, developing a formidable attitude, and much more. This was a great yarn. It was one of those podcasts that this little intro could never really do justice. So I can't wait for you to hear all about Lorenzo, his journey and his perspective. So let's jump right into it. All right, Lorenzo, thanks for coming on the podcast, brother. I appreciate your time. Uh, how you going? Uh, good, mate. How are you? Good yeah. to hear from you. Thank yeah. you for um and again before I start anything, thank you for thank you for having me on this, bro. I've been listening to you for quite a bit, and yeah, it's good to good to be on here myself. Yeah, cheers, man. You're 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 one of the you're actually probably one of the first fans of the podcast, which is a bit self-serving, <laughs> but you, no, you're no, no. <laughs> you're probably the first person, honestly, who kind of reached out once I put podcasts out, and you were like, "Hey, man, I'm listening. I'm enjoying it." I was like, oh, yeah, that's yeah. awesome. It's, uh, someone's actually no. something out of it. So I you really to, appreciate that. You have to send praise where it's due, man. I mean, you're doing an awesome job, bro, especially especially for us, man, as carpenters and those that are in the trade. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, I, yeah I kind of want to you know, give us a voice. The, the whole goal with the podcast is to maybe help people realize the value of their work or the work that mm. we do in construction. I think it's important, you know, it gets played off as a kind of a job for people who fell out of high school or, for, <laughs> you know what I mean? Or for some, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah blocky oh, who just old. wants to lift concrete all yeah. day or something like oh. that. But um, yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, I think there's a lot more to it than that. And I think you're definitely a guy who can who can appreciate that. So let's get to know you a little bit, bro, and then we'll, we'll dive in. So um, so who are you and what are you doing? Oh, well, for those that are listening, um, my name's uh, Lorenzo Mitsuli Uli Lam, um, U-I-L-I-L-A-M. Uh, I'm 27 years old, a third-year apprentice, and I'm doing my apprenticeship with BCITO. Um, I'm from the beautiful town of Tokoro, and I wear that on my on my chest. But I'm building in Auckland, so yeah, just doing that over here, doing the mahi over here. And, yeah, All right. Just, awesome. Yeah, so, just, so you're living in Auckland, or you're? Yeah, yeah, I'm living right. in Auckland. Got you, got you. Um, nice. Okay, cool. So, how did you get into carpentry? So, you say you're 27. Was it a thing that you came to a bit later in life? Yeah, Is that right. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I definitely relate to um. Uh, Ethan that you've had on the podcast just previously and 
Mm. Um, definitely found it later in life. It wasn't something that um that I wanted to do, that I thought about, even thought about when I was younger. It was never pushed to me. Um, I was just one of those kids that, you know, just try to observe life and not really sure on what I wanted to do. Um, but yeah, I did find it later in life and um, we just progressing through that and really focusing on it now. And it's become a passion that's that's developed in the later years of my life, but um, it's taken a, a bit of work to get me to this point. So a few different, you know, you know the old jobs, but you do all these different jobs, all these other jobs, you feel it, you don't feel it. And um, yeah, Couple Chew is the one that stuck, so yeah stuck in it now and loving it that's great yeah i I kind of had a similar experience myself i found it a bit later in life i think i started when i was about just before my 23rd birthday um i started Mm. my apprenticeship and um yeah when i was a young fella it was never really think something i thought of even though i'm a fourth generation carpenter uh, i never really wanted to do it um but uh yeah, I think it works differently for, for everyone. You know, some guys, I see some young guys now who are, you know, they'll drop out of six form and they'll go building and I'm yeah. like, oh man, good on you. I wish I had done that. Um, yeah, yeah. You, get, you get quite, um, you get quite, uh, not jealous, but you're like, man, yeah, you, you've had your, you have your head screwed on, bro. Because um, you yeah, well, wasn't thinking about that, definitely wasn't thinking about that. So I'll give props to those young ones that have jumped straight into the trade, giving themselves a, um, and I'll jump straight into something productive, you know, not, not like us and kind of taking our time but we all get there in the end so we're here now and that's all that matters eh? yeah absolutely yeah i think um but i think it it is something for some people at least for me and i kind of talked to um a few other people that i've had on the podcast they found that it's something like you said that passion develops over time you really have to get into it and start doing it for a little while and then it's kind of like an addiction especially in your apprentice ship because mm. you it's so much learning and you can really see yourself progress oh, you know on, sometimes mm. from like week to week you know that man i i fully completely learned something this week that i can be doing mm. for ever and ever um mm. and it's really about that is that um you might be doing that for that first that one week and then you've gone to something else doing something totally different yeah so you have to you know, try to absorb as much as you can 100 percent yeah Another great thing about carpentry because um, it can be, I guess, depending on what kind of carpentry you're doing, but it's really not that repetitive. You know, I feel like out of all mm. the trades, you know, you can be, you know, I, I, I've said it before, uh, I think on this podcast, but, and I say it um, when I talk to other builders, like throughout my career, I could be ripping up a scummy old deck um, <laughs> one day and then the next day I could be putting in windows in like a $3 million house. It's like mm. so different every day. Um, it's brilliant. Yeah. yeah, watching where your tools go, your tools have to be in a nice area, can't be dirty in the, the floor and then next next day you're, you're out ripping apart a deck. Yeah, it's yeah. true, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nothing, um, nothing better than um, yeah, carpentry building being a builder it's, it's awesome yeah 100% so so what what actually made you go into carpentry i know you said you kind of dodged around other jobs and yeah. what was that first thing that was like okay i'll give this a crack did you have any kind of anyone in your life that maybe pushed it on to you a little bit and said hey here's an option or how did that come about i don't know if it's um if it's if it was spoken to me when i was a child or anything but um 
my grandfather on my dad's side, he's actually a furniture, um, he's a furniture maker. Uh, he's got his own, he had his own shop in uh, Samoa, so. Uh, he never talked to me about it. I just knew that he made pool tables and he made uh, small furniture and things like that. Uh, so that that side has always been. I think it's in my in my blood from my dad's side, my father's side. But um, on my on my mother's side, it was really the trades was was never really spoken of. Eh? It was, yeah, it's hard. My my family kind of a lot of the a lot of the people in my family just work hard, hard workers, no matter what job they do. No matter what opportunity they've been given, they'll make it to the top as you know, as far as they can progress. Whether that's in warehousing, whether that's in fruit picking, whether that's in uh, working at a bank, you know, it's just my family have always been like that. Um, but in carpentry wise, yeah, it's just one of those things. Eh? You just fall into. For me, uh, I took the classes at school, at high school, and and like uh, quite embarrassing, but like it wasn't really something that I was focusing on. Um, I remember when I was in, I remember when I was fourteen. I cut my 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 thumb on a bandsaw. I just it was just careless, you know. It was just I cut my thumb on a bandsaw, and my mum, you know, I had to be taken to emergency hospital, and they stitched it up there. My mum was like, "Oh my god, you can't do that. You can't be hurting yourself. Uh, now you can't be on the tools anymore. There's no tools allowed to be around you." So yeah, it was a, <laughs> it's just it's just falling into place. I could say that that's what it is, you know. Um, experiences cool. come from this to this to this and yeah, I'm here now. So, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, man, that's pretty epic about your granddad being a furniture maker. Yeah. I, I, I always look on that job with real respect. Day. Like sometimes, I, you know, mm. when we do finishing work in carpentry and we get excited about like a 60 mil architrave and they're like, <laughs> you know, they've got the lathes and they're turning, you know, legs and yeah. this, the, the, the yeah. fine details that they're able to achieve. Yeah. Like I would love to have those skills. Eh? That's something that yeah, exactly. when I have time yeah. one day, that that's definitely going to be my hobby is kind of really yeah. working on that fine <laughs> finishing work. It's beautiful. Have you ever seen any of the, the yeah, stuff that your granddad made? Work. Yeah, well, his shop's still there in Samoa. It, oh, it's still there. It's still under his name, but um, he sold. He sold it. You know, it's just passed on to family. Um, but as you know, they're still selling. Um, they're still selling chairs, and um, he had a pool table that he bought, bought to New Zealand that we had for a very long time. And um, yeah, I didn't. I never knew that. You know, I never knew that <laughs> from my my grandfather until I said until I piped up a couple of years ago and said, "Hey, I'm building now," and he's just like, "Oh." And then he starts spilling the stories, and it's like, "Mate, why you never tell me this?" You know, it's just just never gets you know when you don't speak about something you never ask questions how are you to know you know it's one of those things true true yeah, yeah. interesting so how, how have you found it so far i mean you said you love it it's a passion how's your apprenticeship mm. been so you didn't do like a pre-trade course or anything like that you kind of jumped straight i did oh you did no oh, I okay did. sure I did, yeah so um when i was in i was actually i've been living in i've been living back in new zealand for the last five years now uh, but I had previously lived in uh, in Australia for eleven years, oh. uh, so I finished my I finished my college over there, uh, and I lived in Melbourne and Perth, and and um, for family reasons, um, I, I I wanted to move back. So I, I moved back home about five years ago, and um, I didn't want to sit on my ass, you know. I didn't want to I didn't want to come home and not know what I wanted to do. So I thought back to those days where I was back at my carpentry class, and you know, hey. They were giving out free pre-trade courses back in my hometown, and I put my hand, I put my hand up for it. And I put myself in there and got myself in there and um, spent the whole year learning about 
you know, all the all the all the basics that you need to know before you start uh, trying to delve into the work. Um, and yeah, that's that's where I started. Uh, I did a few jobs after that, you know, kind of went around the, the Maori bush of, um, in regards to jobs. I didn't really jump into building straight after that. Uh, but um, when I got back to, after I had done a few stints away, because um, I was doing a, quite a few trips to the South Island, just doing other other types of work. I was doing, um, I was a uh, trade assistant for um, valves, valve technicians, so engineering-wise, and it was, you know, it's nothing to do with carpentry, but when I flew back, uh, I made it a goal, you know, I don't want to be traveling too much. I want to be focusing on my career and using my certificate as and what it's meant for, you know. So, yeah, I beelined it for, um, for Auckland and made it my goal to get into an apprenticeship. Anyone who would take me got real uh, hungry for it. And, yeah, they kind of got me the, uh, that's a reward of me with an apprenticeship, moving myself up here to Auckland. So, yeah, that's Man. That's awesome. That's works, Good on you, brother. Yeah. You put the put yeah. the work in and you got the rewards. I appreciate that. I wonder if yeah, you could actually yeah. um speak on the pre-trade course a little bit. I haven't spoken to anyone who's taken one. I did one myself. Um mm. I just wonder what your experience was with the pre-trade course and whether you think it's something worth doing. Um I know some guys, uh, for example, and it seems to be a thing for builders like a lot of guys like we were speaking of earlier, they'll drop out of school because they're done with school, like book work and sitting down in classrooms yeah. is not for them, you know, so they want to get out yeah. and get after it on the tools. So um, I'm just wondering how you found that. It, did you manage to do, did you take off units in that pre-trade course that contribute to your, um, your, I did, I yeah. did man. Yeah, yeah, I did. So it was just basic, uh, basic, you know, basic, basic handles being able to, use um power tools uh being able to set up foundations that stuff was all all done through my pre-trade course and um i was lucky enough that um it actually been about a year or two before i actually was able to uh, use those credits as an apprentice um that's how long it took me to get up to auckland after i finished my pre-trade course so um bciteo was those were the books that we were doing back in back in my pre-trade course and um, i was lucky enough that some of those credits were um, still still uh, still relevant. Um, some of them actually became outdated, so um, they needed to be restood again. And um, that, you know, it's it's just one of those things, man. We're gonna do a pre-trade course, but it's, it's it's very important that you you continue on with it and jump straight and try try finding someone that will take you on for the mm -hmm. next step. You know, mm -hmm. make sure you use your skills and uh, what you've learned and keep it fresh in your head because yeah, as a as a, as a as a older older apprentice, um, trying to trying to get back on that knowledge that you learned a couple of years ago, it is hard. So, mm. I, would, I would I would encourage a lot of those that are, are starting free trade courses, um, just definitely try and keep it pushing. You know, move on, move into uh, working as a uh, as a labourer or anything to do with the building. Just trying to get your foot in the door uh, and be hungry for it. Eh? That's what that's what it's all about, man. Yeah, opportunity absolutely. will always present itself, bro. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Uh, definitely. Yeah, mm. I I did the same. I managed to while I was doing my pre trade course, I managed mm. to get one day a week with um the the guy who ended up taking me on as a as a as an wow. apprentice. Um, so yeah, if you can get work experience while you're at pre trade yeah. course, that Big really time, helps man. out, and that really thinks definitely. you know because a lot of guys will just go to school and then they'll get to the end of the pre trade course. And there's no mm. job waiting for them. 
um, mm. and then it's easy to just forget about and kind of move on to the next thing if you're not yeah, really exactly. like you say and I think that's something maybe and I've, I've found that talking to older apprentices mm. when you get a little bit older um, I think that hunger gets stronger you know for you to be mm. like because you're at a you're at an age where you can really make quite a certain decision let's say as much mm. as one can in terms of this is what I'm going to do with my life. This is going to be my career now, Definitely. you know? Uh, but when you're, when you're a young fellow and you're 18, you're just worried about mm. the weekend, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, you, you don't really weekend, care. Of course, yeah. Man. But when you're a bit older and yeah, you're you like, you miss those days, eh? Yeah. <laughs> easier times. <laughs> you free, you know, you miss those days, very, very uh, responsibility, uh, no bills. Yeah. You miss those days. But yeah, as, as you get older, man, you, that's the truth, bro. Mm. You've got responsibilities. You have a, you have a direction that you should follow or there's a direction that you want to, you want to go for, man. It's, you have that, you do have that, that, um, that thirst for it. Eh? And it gets stronger as you get older because I think it's that whole, um, oh, what am I doing with my life? You know, mm-hmm. once you start stacking on age, you know, oh, oh mate, well, um, you know, I'm getting a bit older now. Where am I going to be in, in the next five years? You know, it's just, you don't think about that stuff when you're younger. Yeah. And that's, and something, I- that's something that's, you know, yeah. Yeah, I think it's hard. It's hard to even ask a like like you're saying earlier. Like hats off to those guys who can do it. Like if you're a young mm. guy or or girl, and you can see that future really clearly, and that's what you want to do. And if you're hitting that hard at like seventeen, eighteen, then man, hats off yeah, to you. Eh? Uh, yeah, you're you're way time. ahead of where I was. That's for sure. <laughs> big time, bro. Yeah, big yeah. big claps, man. I, I would definitely. A lot of those young young fellas that I do meet on different sites that are. Have been going going hard for a couple of years, man. I give it up to them. They, yeah, absolutely. Um, never short for praise, bro. They they've done themselves a service by getting themselves into something that's that's always going to grow. You know, it's always going to the foundation set for them to to lift to the heights, bro. It's, yeah, yeah. And that's something I wish I always wish that I I had that kind of energy when I was young. But you know, you do things and you have have a have your time of your life, and then. Then the night comes and they just say, "Oh, yep, nah, that's a waste of a day. Let's let's do something." <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And I think that's what's a little. That's what's great about um, the trades. Uh, mm. We still have this, especially if you manage to get an apprenticeship, because when you're an mm. apprentice at whatever trade you're at, you kind of enter into. I always like talking about this. It's it's really like a an almost an ancient relationship when you think about the the relationship between an apprentice and your mentor or a carpenter or your employer. You know, it's something that's been going on for thousands of years. People have been passing knowledge on down like a chain all the way through. Yeah. And when you get into that um you know, it's not really a society, but that relationship um and mm. that structure of I'm here to learn and, and what's mm-hmm. brilliant about, especially I can only really speak for carpentry, but I mm. think perhaps when you're a bit older and you're doing this work and you're mm. a little bit, you're thinking maybe, I know I think a little bit deeper now than I did when I was 18. I can only speak for myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. You speak for me too. But yeah. That's the yeah. Same. <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know what I mean when you're a little bit older and you can see what you're doing with your own hands every day and it, mm. you're, you're making a real life impact on the world, mm. you know, with yeah, the structures so, yeah. that you're building. Your, your work is 
valuable and you really see that when you're in there doing it um, mm-hmm. especially when you're really thinking about the consequences of your work you know you're building someone a house like that's no joke yeah. that's a big thing you yeah. know um, it's and it's thing. valuable and when you see yourself gaining those skills you feel you feel powerful you know you feel like hey i'm doing yeah. something that is worth putting my time into um mm. and that that's where that like kind of addiction comes from and i think that's why people yeah, yeah. you know uh, to me that's what makes me happy about building because i really feel like what i can do with my hands is worth something and i think uh, perhaps not enough tradespeople feel that way uh which is quite sad really but no. um i feel no. that yeah the work that we do is valuable and and that just kicks on you know um yeah yeah you know have you found no, that definitely. in your time so far uh, finding yeah i have i have uh especially when it comes to being helpful you know being helpful to to those around you and being able to help them out a lot of nannies a lot of aunties a lot of uncles that need your help you know yes. um you're that man that can help them out with uh with being able to put up this and put up that um and and in regards to you speaking about building a house for someone you know you're building a house for a family you're building a house for whoever it is you don't want them to. You want to build their house to the best of your ability, so that they can be, they can live a, you know, a good life, and and it's healthy. It's a healthy home. It's mm-hmm. safe for them. You know, uh, those are those are important, and that's a responsible. That's responsibility that us, us as builders, you know, that we we, we take for granted sometimes. You know, mm-hmm. uh, especially when it comes to just slapping up, up, uh, you know, quick quick build and and not really caring about um, the quality of your build. You know. It, at the end of the day, it can it can be that it can be real bad for a family. You know, uh, any any anything in the, when it comes to health wise, you know, yes. you don't want that on your brain, man. So it's it's better just to you know respect the process, um, do the things right, do them the right way, and um, leave the job knowing that you gave it your all and you brought it to the, the best quality that you could. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's it's a responsibility that there needs to be, you need to take into consideration. Yes. Especially if you're not living into the house, bro. <laughs> if, you're, if, that, if that's not your funny, you know, if that's not your funny, yeah. you know, you have to, um, yeah, it's, it's not, you know, if, if you're living in the house, oh, if it was my house, oh, bam, bam, bang, bang, bang. Yeah. That's something you got to take into, into the mind, man. Yeah, definitely. I totally yeah. agree. Um, and I think that's something that you, hopefully and i think if you're lucky enough to be in a good environment uh with a with a Mm. good employer that's something that you'll get installed into you you know you the respect for the work that you're doing you know Mm. instead of just of course hey look we all go to work to make money let's not like um let's not you know uh say anything else but um Mm. there's still like you say an added responsibility with being a carpenter yeah like you touch on man it's someone's house you know okay for you it's just like four walls and it's a you know three by Mm. three meter by three meter bedroom or whatever but you know when you think about that space that you're creating there's so many memories going to be had in that space that you won't be you won't be a part of but if you do your Mm. job right you know it's quite cool to think of oh you know you build this new house or you build a extension on on an old house and you think oh man there's going to be some cool parties in this house or, yeah, yeah, or you yeah. know, you know, maybe yeah, like excited for them. Like, yeah. It's you know? brilliant. Yeah. I love it. You yeah. know, or, oh, you know, you build a house and a young couple move in there and you think, Oh man, they're going to raise their family in that house. Like how cool yeah, is that? Yeah. You know, yeah, you got it. 
it, it comes with it comes with AJ just thinking about that past past what you've done for the house, but thinking about others, eh? It, it really that's really what it is, you know. Thinking about others and and you know they're gonna live their lives in their place, man. You want it to be no headaches. That's it. Yeah. No headaches. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So 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 far, I mean, you say you're a third year apprentice. That's right, isn't it? Mm. Yeah. So what what have you found? Do you have any kind of favorite parts of building? Uh, you know, any kind of I'm talking about more so the practical stuff. What you're doing every day. Do you have something that you're quite uh, attached to like that it's your favorite job or it's a it's a part of the build that you're always excited for anything in particular <laughs> yeah I, felt, man, I love foundations eh? oh, really? um, yeah i love it eh? i don't know i've only started to get it like i've only started to get it this year mm-hmm. um amazing because we've done quite a bit of foundation with my boss hates it eh? he's over it but um you know being a greenie when i first started it man i hated it too but he learned the process. He built a solid foundation that sets you up for the rest of the house. So, yes. Um, you think about the importance of when you when you're doing a slab or when you're doing um, piles and um, making sure you know everything's set right. And because we've all seen those piles that are <laughs> hundred mil to the side, eh? And, <laughs> and how do you how do you fix that? You know, or you shoot a you shoot a you shoot a four by two to the side and uh, and pray that they don't see it. You know, yeah. stuff yeah. like that just cracks me up. Yeah, but yeah, I, I do. I do love. Um, I do love foundation work. I do love getting in the mud, man. Uh, yeah. I can't say I, I don't like that. Um, um, nice. also the finer stuff, you know, trims. Trims are awesome, bro. Yeah, trims are, especially when you can take your time off it. You know, not not especially when you're not rushed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, those are awesome, bro. Especially when the client comes in, it's like, wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Simple things, man. Yeah. Simple things, eh? Absolutely. Yeah. So when you say foundations, um, is that uh, kind of concrete and and timber foundations? Or, or? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we've um, both. I've been lucky to double dabble in both sides. Uh, mm-hmm. Quite a bit of um, experience on both sides, and um, they've both been fun. They both come with the, the um, you know, they both come with sawbacks. That's something <laughs> that they don't tell you about. <laughs> but um, but it's 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 a good learning process too. Um, oh yeah. Especially um, if you start from foundations and work all the way to to finishing trims, you know, and um, and hardware, you work, you do that whole process all together. It's um, it gets your brain working, eh? Mm-hmm. Uh, making sure everything's strong and, and can hold up a house, can hold up a car. So those things are important, eh? Yeah, I just love it. Eh? I just love the small details and um, yeah, just love the small details. Eh? They bit weird like that. Yeah, a few nah. fixings here and there. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm with you, man. Uh, we, uh, one cool thing about doing your own slabs or your own timber foundations is, um, when you go to, you know, put the frames up or later on in the job, um, there's, there's nowhere to hide because you can't kind of blame it on, (laughs) oh, those, those guys who did the found were were rough, you know what I mean? It's like the trades and the the trades are notorious for blaming each other. That's something I've learned. Absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) We never blame ourselves. We always blame the next guy. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh yeah, that's a shame. And that's why maybe yeah. it's better just to do your own found. Yeah. We just did one um, with our company. We don't, I don't do them very often anymore slabs. Uh, we didn't place mm. it, but uh, we did everything else. We did all the, all the boxing and all the, mm. all the steel and all the poly and all that kind of stuff. And um, mm. it was awesome. We set the frames up um, 
earlier this week and everything went mint you know sometimes when you stand yeah, frames really. up and it's like oh there's frames overhanging by like 15 mil and you just you know you're cursing the foundation <laughs> yeah, guys like, you, you bloody guys oh, yeah damn it <laughs> yeah. yeah but um yeah but this this house went mint and and it, you're oh, so it stoked it, when you know everything's going good and the frames are exactly where they need to be and there's no big humps yeah. on the floor and you're like yes yeah uh, it just sets up the job so much better when yeah. you start like that when you start really yeah. good and the frames go up and the trusses aren't all over the place and because exactly, you know you're yeah. right if you if you don't get that first part right and and nice mm. and don't spend your time it puts, setting it up well yeah. uh, you're fighting it for the rest of the job exactly man you mm. just you take the headache away from um from yourself if you just take you take your time and make sure everything's right you know absolutely take that little the extra five minutes to you know go over the complete i don't know pat the ground down a bit more or, you know things like that man make sure you take up all the all the um all the take up all the joins and and make sure everything's right because yeah, it, it does save you that headache, bro. And yeah. it does save you that um, it does save you the blame game, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. As, as an apprentice, that's we, who who else does he, who else gets blamed? Oh, who's the one that did that? <laughs> yeah, bloody apprentices. Yeah, saves that, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, got all the slack, the boys, <laughs> the, the apprentices, but um, it's just yeah, it's part of the journey. Yeah. yeah. Got to Absolutely. see the mistakes, man. Yeah, yeah, have to. Um, yeah, I, I'm wondering what's your what's your goal with this journey? Is that something that you've thought of? I mean, you have kind of um, talked a little bit about how it's really developed into a passion for you. I mean, is mm. this definitely a place where you see yourself putting a whole lot more energy for the rest of your life? And in terms of this is going to be my career, you know, I, I want to get qualified and then. Have you thought about what happens next for you? Yeah, definitely. Um, personally, yeah, this is this is this is it. You know, mm. this is the way that I'm going to follow, and this, the, and I'm going to make this. I'm going to make this something. You know, and um, uh, yeah, business names and and a business uh, model and all those things. I've all, I've thought about it all. Yeah. Um, you cannot think about it. If that's not what you want. You know. Yeah. Uh, and if you don't know what you want, it's kind of hard to to set yourself up for something that. That can you know can be worthwhile. Um, I've definitely, I'm definitely once I get uh, definitely looking for my qualification, man. Definitely, mm-hmm. uh, and I definitely want to get a couple of years, five, five, six years, ten years, however many, however many long years um, under my belt of experience before I crack open that the business, um, my own my own business. But that's definitely another goal as well. Nice. Um, yeah, and I personally just want to own my own home. That's another. That's another one. Yeah, you know, not being able to to live in your own home and be able to touch up your own things. It's it's hard when you're building, you know, oh, and you're renting, and yeah, yeah, that's hard, man. That's hard. Looking at a, I know my missus gets it all the time. She's like, she, I think she's had enough of it. As as you do, man. As you do to your missus. Oh, that that door's a bit out, isn't it? No, that's really a bit off. Oh, <laughs> swelling over there. She would have fixed it, but you can't do anything, you know. Mm. Just waiting for that time where you get your own place and be able to do it for yourself and i'm looking forward to that yeah heaps good of goals you. and heaps of heaps of steps to move forward but you take it one step at a time man and never give up man. yeah good on you man i appreciate that that you that you have those goals you know you definitely sound like a driven guy who's it's just nice to talk to people who are really like you say who are passionate about something it's like this is 
what I want to do and this is I'm gonna do mm. it. Um it's cool to mm. it's cool to hear. I like that energy, you know. A lot of guys are just yeah. kind of worried about, oh yeah, you know, I wanna I wanna um start my own business and buy a Ford Ranger and get a jet ski and you know what I mean? <laughs> like that's that's the usual chat yeah. for a builder. So Yeah, yeah. You know why? Because that's what they see, man. That's yeah. that's what they see. It's 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 definitely like a I see that I see builders driving rangers, I see builders with kit skis down on the weekend at the pub and it's just what, what you see. But mm. um, you know, sometimes when you, you live life looking at sort of material kind of things, it, it doesn't it, it doesn't it doesn't work out in the long run, bro, because it's it's not worth it at the end of the day. What's worth it is working hard for yourself, making sure you set yourself up um in the in the right position to, to make something of your life, you know. That's that's that should be the most important thing we should think about as individuals and as builders in general. Yeah, I mean to that. Yeah, well said. So you've said you want to start your own business one day or, or certainly you want to get qualified. That's the goal that's right mm. in front of you. I'm wondering um, what you think about. I want to ask you this. Um, it's kind of a thing in building a little bit. It goes unsaid, I think, but it's something that's worth thinking about. As an apprentice, especially when you're in your first year, year and a half, um, mm. maybe not now because the government's like giving uh, free apprenticeships free. and really yeah. helping employers out. So yeah, I mean, yeah, yay for that, you them, know, mate. great. Yeah, um, my, yeah, definitely. Yeah, but you're re- at that stage where you're, you know, you're green and you don't know anything and it's not your fault. It's mm. because you haven't had time in the game yet. You know, you really can't trump experience in the, in these trades. No, that's, that's what it comes down to. And I think you, you learn that as you go on, uh, you can't expect yeah. a young guy who's in his first year to know how to, you know, do high level carpentry work. That's just how it goes. Yeah. Uh, sometimes bosses don't, um, <laughs> uh <laughs> don't remember that sometimes um yeah 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 but um what i would what i wanted to ask you is because of that really the first year year and a half you're really not even making your employer money you know so it's yeah. quite a it's quite a big investment for someone to take someone on um yeah. and for them to not really profit make profit for their business um because at the end of the day that's kind of what gets the wheels turning and that's how we have jobs and how we support ourselves and, and our communities so what what i always felt and it's something that i've done myself and, and that i hear quite a bit is that once you get your qualification or at least once you get to the stage where you're good enough that you can definitely be making your boss money as well as yourself you know you can help his business mm-hmm. tick along you're a valuable asset to his business do you feel that an a bit of a obligation or something that you want to do is once you get qualified with your current employer, if he, if you still have him, and if the relationship is good enough for you to continue on, would you mm. kind of what people call it is kind of like honouring your apprenticeship? You know, it's like giving back to your employer yeah. a little bit. It's like, hey, you've taught me everything. You know, I, I've got skills now that yeah. I can go out and I can I can build my own home, I can feed my family, and uh, you know, I, I think there's a I think that's quite something important that gets downplayed a little bit in our trades. There's a lot of guys who shoot down the road for another dollar or two an hour. Um, but mm. I think to keep that kind of that old school mentality of, of carpentry and, and what passing on that knowledge, I think it's worth once you get qualified staying with your boss for a couple of years and kind of, you're still learning all the time, of course. Um, yeah. But you know, being a valuable asset to him and kind of repaying him for taking you on, 
in the first place. I know you, you, you just said you, you probably want to take about five or six years or however long it takes after yeah. you're qualified to feel like you can make that next step to owning your own business. Is that something that you've thought about, about kind of staying with your current boss and being like, Hey, yeah, man. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of hard one for me to, for me to speak on because, um, it's, it's my relationship with my boss is not one that's, um, it's not, it doesn't have that, uh, that connection, you know? Mm. Um, yeah, I've listened to your podcast, bro. And, a lot of the people that have been on there have, you know, have, have met a lot of good employers and mm. have met a lot of good people that they look after them and treat them well. And, and uh, it's just, it hasn't been the cup of tea for me, man. Like the, the, the guy that I am working for now, um, it's, it's always been a battle when you, when you do mention that sticking around and, and working for him out of respect for what he's done for you, you know? Um, in my first year, in my first year and a half, I was told all the time, you know, you're not making me any money. Um, mm. I, you know, he was always telling me, you're not making me any money. You know, I'm, I'm not making any money for you. You should be paying me for this knowledge. You know, it, it's that respecting has kind of kept me here for so long, you know, and, and keeping me, keeping me here right now. Um, just, you know, he has taught me, he has taught me what I know right now. Um, and and I've always battled that, man. I honestly mm. have always battled that when it comes to when it comes to what I'm gonna do past the time when I get qualified because I never I, I don't know, man. I honestly don't know. Mm. Uh, the the relationship that I have with them, it's it's more so just a work one, you know. Mm. It doesn't progress further on. It doesn't progress after that. Uh, once the time's done, we're off. You know, we're off about our separate ways, and and I just took it for what it is. Um, He's cut from a different cloth than me, I can tell you that. Um, mm-hmm. And you, you meet people like that every day, man. Yeah. Um, it's definitely not something that, um, it's been a struggle, it's been a challenge, man. It's mm. been one of those things where it's just like, bro, I want to kick it in. Uh, I had enough. But um, what's, but my, my, you know, my hunger for getting qualified has, has pushed me over that. So that is a real hard question, man. And, I, and I'm only speaking on my experience alone. Uh, it's a it's a day to day thing, man. To be honest with you, uh, yeah. I, as in my culture, respect is always as a Samoan. It's respect is, is is it's ingrained in us, you know. Talking to your elders, respecting your elders, it's a it's it's part of the Pacific Island culture, and and we are both we are both from the same culture as well. So we're both Samoan, and mm. I guess it kind of gets like that, you know. It gets it gets a bit step over the barriers where it's more so not work-related, more personal. The attacks might be a little bit more personal than it is work-related. And, and yeah, man, it's just been, it has been a tough one, bro. I can't, I can't, can't say that. I can't lie and say it's not. Yeah. Um, but I'm here now. I'm still here. I'm still chugging away. And I'd love to, you know, I'd love to, you know, just think about, think about those times where I've really been like, really been down on myself because of a few comments that he's made and mm-hmm. you know this stuff shouldn't hurt me this stuff shouldn't should uh, i can see past this i'm gonna get better i will get better and i'm not gonna fail all the time you know mm-hmm. yeah it's just it's hard man it really is hard and there's a lot of um yeah, there's a lot of uh like stigma man there's a lot of stigma about not being you know expressing yourself and and not taking on the world you know 
just taking it day by day. Um, but with my employer, yeah, it's so hard, man. It's so hard to speak about it. Yeah, but I'm, so, I'm here to speak about it and never, ne- never give up. That's me. Never give up. <laughs> nice. I appreciate that, Lorenzo. Yeah, that that's awesome. Yeah. And then that that's cool that that your attitude obviously shines through. You know, you, you've spoken so yeah. much about your passion for this trade, and even mm. in a relationship like that where you don't feel like you're kind of maybe getting your due or um, that you're not in maybe the ideal learning environment, it really yeah. shows through your love for this for this trade when you know you're still battling away and you're still thinking this is definitely what I want to do. You know. Mm. That's I tell myself every day, bro. People were just like, I could think about someone else being in my situation and, you know, they could have kicked it to the dust, you know. But um, for me, myself, I take a lot of pride in, in not giving up on things when it, when it gets hard. Just, you know, things will get better. You know, things will always get better for you. And, and with this relationship with my boss, yeah, I take it day by day. And some of his comments and some of his mannerisms are a bit old school. And, mm. Uh, it, it is. It does. We do have a bit of conflict there, but we get through the day and we move on. Uh, that's the best thing about building. You don't dwell on, don't dwell on uh, on on a certain task for so long because you're always progressing. And that's kind of been my attitude when it comes to my learning, my personal learning, and and relationships as well. Yeah. 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 Oh, good on you, man. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I don't want to uh, dwell on it, but maybe it kind of no, brings no, up good, that. Um, that do you think that's really just like that an old school kind of trades person no, yeah. attitude that 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 kind yeah. of you know gives off that vibe um yeah, sometimes i feel like, like man is our is our generation just i don't want to say soft but we're just no, not, no, no, we're, no, we you know we're no, not man. just maybe we're not just geared like they were like i can see um yeah. hey look i take my hats off to business owners it's it's no easy job and for them mm, to provide yeah, other job. people with work is you know really commendable um so um yeah i really appreciate what they do um mm. sorry man of i course. just sorry bro um for some reason there's other people trying to get into this meeting and i don't know how that's happening but it's saying that uh, a meeting was going to time out so if if this disappear yeah, saying it's going to disappear in 10 minutes man that's annoying how did that happen um okay yeah it's going to run out in 10 minutes so what's going to happen is it'll just run out um and then i'll have mm. to start a new meeting something <laughs> yeah, got stuffed yeah, no up there. sorry man that, that's no annoying that's that stuffed us up right in the middle of that um yeah so i was talking about how yeah not not necessarily a um a generation is soft but um mm. You know the value of business owners is not to be um, underrepresented, and no, still the, there has to be there has to be some sort of balance, though. You know, like you're you're turning up every day, and and you're keen to learn, and mm. you know, especially the hard thing is especially when you're showing a real good work attitude, and you're working hard, and you're turning up, and you know, the boss doesn't have to worry about you coming to work hungover or something like that um mm. you know especially if you're that kind of guy um then really yeah, there's no excuse yeah, for that sort of behavior from someone else to kind of talk down to you like that when it's like mm. hey look i'm here to learn I'm, I'm doing everything i can i'm sorry that i don't know everything like that's what i'm here for yeah. you know um yeah, uh, that's why i'm not on you know 
50 bucks an hour yet you go <laughs> that's why I'm not at that pay rate yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's like you can't yeah. expect that for me man yeah absolutely yeah so it's just I don't, I, I don't, yeah I, sorry I just wanted yeah I just wanted to ask you yeah. what was your yeah. opinion on that and kind of I don't yeah hmm. I honestly don't think it's it's not that we're soft it's not that our generation's soft uh, yeah their generations it's just man it's it's hard to it would be, would have been so hard to be be us back then, you know, we would have copped the slack from everyone, you know. It would have mm-hmm. been really hard to be so cut off with your emotions, so macho, bravado, I'm the man and um, neglect all my feelings and quiet this and, and you know, you you suck and, you know, I think our generation now, like, uh, what's it, being more, being more open about your emotions is, is not, is, it's not frowned upon anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not frowned upon at all. Throughout through, through me growing up, um, through myself growing up, um, yeah, it's just it's just the difference in attitudes. Eh, uh, being able to be open with people from different ethnic backgrounds, being able to uh, talk to people from you know with different uh, into different sexual you know um, into different sexual things, and uh, you know you just we're okay with that here in this generation and. A lot of guys back in the day are not, you know, mm. they really, it's like a door, you know, it's just like a door, it's just a locked door, they just, they can't, they can't get through it, you know, it's, those are the guys that just, you know, it's hard to, it's hard to open the door for someone like that, but um, I think our generation is definitely a lot more open with our emotions and, and that's a good thing, it's not a bad thing, man. Yeah. It's, you know, it's not a, it's not a bad thing at all. If you that's... can be 100% yourself, man then don't shy away from being 100% yourself all the time, and especially in front of people that, that um, you know, they, they might not, might not, might not like, um, might not, it might not be an everyday thing for them, you know, um, but just be yourself, eh, and, and be aware of, being, being more aware, I think, is, is us, is us, is our generation, uh, and social media, social media has a big part of it, you know, we're able to talk to people, about issues that were going on, going on in our lives. It's not necessarily the next door neighbor kind of thing. It's not necessarily um, your mates anymore. You can talk to people from all across the world that are going through the same thing. Um, I, you know, I think that's that's definitely a big impact when it comes to mm-hmm. being more aware and being more understanding of others and letting people live their lives the way they want to live. And um, yeah, just, yeah, it's different. It's very different because my dad's like that. Mm. Um, he was like that and he battled that for so long um, like I said to you before um, the whole can of concrete um, go to Bunnings get your can of concrete and harden up that was his kind of way of, that's kind of their way their, the generation of dealing with things eh? that was I don't know if that's that's what's given to you as, as a baby you know you sign this you have to say this once in your lifetime or mm. something like that but <laughs> it's, it's, it's quite funny that a lot of that's the the joke that comes through generation, eh? mm-hmm. we need to get that out, you know, we need to get that out because there's nothing worse than hearing that from someone who's working his ass, working his, you know, working hard, working his butt off and, you know, he is, he's a bit sore, you know, he's, he's a bit, uh, his, his, his energy is not there and it's a here, get a, take a can and harden up here, it's, it's not, it's not the, you know, the best thing to hear after that, man, so. No, can get you down. eh? can definitely get you down. Absolutely, yeah. And especially when perhaps like 
the person that you're in contact with the most like you know i've said it before and i say it to even to my wife you know like i hang out with Mm. the guys and on site more than i do with you because that's just where i spend my time you know um so Mm. it's it's if you're in a relationship like that you know it does have effect on you um my previous Mm. employer was quite similar an old school guy um and Mm. like you said very much a kind of a closed door mentality in terms of um lines that they won't cross i guess like you said maybe emotionally um so definitely emotionally yeah it's um it's it's a hard one to to deal with because i just you know you you look at the mental health epidemic that we have in this country now and and this high suicide rate especially in our industry um and you know like you said it's no wonder these guys and girls are getting a hard time um Mm. and and never getting told good job or perhaps and and you know they're they're working long days um you know sometimes six days a week and you know Mm. like i said earlier you go to work in the dark you come home in the dark you don't get paid a lot of money you don't get any thanks for it um and and then also just that that negative stigma in general of construction workers where it's like, oh, oh yeah, you're obviously crap at school. So now you're a builder or, you know, oh, you're just mm. a laborer or, oh, you know, like it, it rips me up, man. Like, oh, oh maybe oh, you go yeah, to a, a social event oh, or something like that and you, and you meet a guy and you ask him what he does and he's just like, oh, you know, I'm just a vinyl layer. It's like, oh man, yeah. come on. Like, don't do that. You know, don't yeah, do yeah, yeah. let's not play no, that game. We don't have yeah. to play that game, man. Like, no, uh, that definitely. cuts me up. It's like, you know, what, yeah. why do you feel like that? Is that really you? Like, do you really feel that way about yourself, or is that just what people are telling you? You know, and I feel like we need to cut that exactly. out. Like, yeah, there's there's nothing worse than being ashamed of your of your job. I, I feel quite strongly for the yeah. trades. You know, we 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 do essential work. I feel, um, and and we give people mm. places to live, and we create spaces for people to create memories in and you know it's a great job and we add a lot of value and for people in our industry to just get that crap fed to them all day long it's harsh you know yeah. it's really it harsh. is harsh man it is harsh eh? and um you kind of have to you, you kind of have to you have to build a, a different type of skin you know you have to walk through you have to walk through life with a different type of skin just just all these different negative things that are trying to um, be thrown at you, man. It's really hard to deal with. And mm-hmm. some people, it, it is hard for them to deal with it on their own. And especially those things, man. Like I have, I myself talk from experience, but from being talked down to when it comes to that, when it comes to work, you know, not good enough, mate. You're, you're rubbish, you know. And that can that can take that can go past work. That can mm-hmm. go past work all the way into your your lying in bed looking at the ceiling, um, feeling that type of way, you know, it doesn't stop her working, man. Those, those, those thoughts don't stop her work. Those, those, you know, um, little comments, they, they, they carry, they carry big meaning and real, real heavy at times. I think you're right, brother. And I think that as men, especially, we need to start showing ourselves more respect and certainly developing a way of communicating this and and dealing with uh, a lot better because yeah i don't think we can do it in a healthy way at the moment perhaps and maybe this is something we can learn off our sisters in in our industry and just in in our wider lives that you know they seem to be able to communicate um 
this sort of stuff a lot easier between each other and you know i feel that right now men are kind of getting left out a little bit a lot of men out there are struggling you know the the stats are there uh, the stats don't lie no one's really standing up and saying yeah men should be talking about their mental health you know um yeah, whereas i think that that's something that we do really need to do um yeah so yeah, yeah. It's, um it's definitely um uh, i think it's because personally i believe it's because um you know women are able to express themselves with each other with with other female um other females in general they're able to express their emotions quite well you know the, the emotive it's always in them you know they're able to speak their feelings speak their truths able to talk to their girls about you know girl time and whatnot mm-hmm. and boys they really have that they you know yeah. it's, it's only after sinking a few few beers that that you, you know people try kind of trying to you see what people are going through and you spend a bit of time with them after after beersies and whatnot but yeah there's definitely you definitely right man it needs to be pushed to the top because um yeah we're both we're both yeah, as you did say um it's it's women are women are equally um the equality in in the world for their rights and for everything that they are deserving of you know being paid being paid being paid the right amount of money you know um equal rights in in regards to um in regards to voting and you know especially especially the the countries besides new zealand you know middle eastern the europeans all on uh, people in south africa and all those smaller countries that are in those countries women are not um women are not giving the, the right respect in that regards mm-hmm. when it comes to um they, they themselves as as equal human beings towards men so i understand that from wholeheartedly you know my um I was raised by a woman myself. Um, I've been a mummy's boy ever since I was born. You know, <sighs> mum's always been the word, and and um, all the struggles that she's had to deal with being an independent woman, and all the all the things that she's gone through in her life. And um, I understand that where it comes from, and in regards to women, but yeah, they have a they have a lot easier way of expressing how they feel. Um, mm-hmm. Men, we had that stigma of um, not being able to express yourself with the boys because it's it's you know it's it's you know people don't like it they they're like oh no that's we're not soft we don't we don't we don't want to express our feelings you know mm, that's yeah. built up for so long especially with the past the previous generations you know that whole um it's built itself to such a such a point where it's time to tear all that down man it really is time to tear all that down mm-hmm. because uh people are taking you know people are taking their lives over this kind of stuff you know people mm-hmm. are People are, are not being able to deal with, especially men, men, men. Let me say that men are not able to deal with their emotions um, and not giving avenues or outlets. Or, you know, there are, there are stuff that's coming out now, but in general, like uh, when you talk to the boys, it needs to be, it needs to be okay to, for you to express yourself, you know. Mm. If you're not feeling, feeling all right, it needs to be okay to be heard, like that, you know. And uh, I, I support you there, bro. It definitely needs to be top of the list now. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think. I, I mean, I don't know how we get there. I've, I've talked to her a little bit about. I did a podcast with uh, Liam, the mental health sparky, mm. and, and we talked a little yeah, bit about awesome. that and, and his own um, experiences with that. Yeah, shout out some, to Liam, man. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, I think. I mean, you know, some people, especially in this kind of social media world, where 
um, you know, people will shoot guys down like that because they think he just wants attention. Like I've literally heard that very kind of statement, you know, where someone's mm. willing to share some of their experiences or to talk about mental yeah. health and it's like, Oh, whatever, you're just playing a card to get a few clicks or something like that. But yeah, I mean, I, I, don't, I definitely don't feel that way myself. Ah, so, um, so, hard, so hard to hear people jump straight to that card. Bro. Yeah. yeah. It's rough, you know, when, when someone's willing to kind of crap put themselves out there. Yeah. Yeah, just to be bombarded with negativity, man. That's the yeah. last thing you want to hear. And I, think, and I think it speaks to what you were just saying about that kind of stigma that just circles around where it's a shame. And, and again, um, yeah, uh, talking about men, and I think you're right, but women are way better at dealing with this. Um, and I'm not mm. saying that, you know, they're, they're perfect, and I'm, I'm definitely not saying that women don't have... Um, you know, their own um, battles to fight um, 100%. Yeah. And, you know, and, and I hope that, especially because we're in construction and, and that's kind of our community, I hope that we can all pull together and help each other out, yeah. whether regardless of gender or sexual orientation or race or ethnicity or all of that, you know, uh, yeah, exactly. especially when we talk about it in the construction um, kind of context, uh, there's definitely some big walls up that, like you say, it's just basically the the way that I think about it is that especially expressing yourself, it's just not okay to be not okay at all. There's no there's no room for that at no, all. It's you not know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah so and it's, taking are you taking a push, man, you just want to have a day off kind of thing. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's, it's, it's yeah. Long, man. It needs to be taken seriously because there's there's a lot of a lot of guys, a lot of youths out there that, uh, yeah, they could hear that, and you know, might not have the the strength, might not have the mental strength to 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 not let that get to them. You know, might actually really get to those to those people that haven't haven't had experience, haven't had uh, haven't had some time to really grow as a person, as people in general. It's, yes, it needs to be yeah, it needs to be dead, you know, to be honest, yeah. Yep. Yeah, because you, you meet guys down down the track, and you meet uh you meet different types of teenagers that um you know you can you can definitely tell the ones that that all they have around them is males and and not emotional males, you know, really definitely hard hard strung out males where they just don't they don't want to express their emotions, and and and, and that's a shame. That's mm. a shame because because uh, yeah, it's hard it's hard when you hear those stories, especially from my town. Uh, where, where I come from, suicide is it's, if a small town, it hits you hard, mm. and it hits you, it you big so, Yeah. Um, man, just yeah, find, that, find that self-worth, man. Find that, that find what's, what's meaningful in your life and, and focus on it. You know, focus on, on doing it for yourself. Because you, at the end of the day, no one can tell you, no one can, everyone can tell you this and that and this and that, but the only person that's going to get you over the line is you, so, yeah, definitely, you know, that's definitely how it is, man. Correct, yeah. And it's a shame, it's a shame, yeah, but if we could, if we could just, 
Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know, man. It's real hard for, to come up with a simple solution of. Oh, yeah, there is. <laughs> That's the thing. Yeah. You know, there, there is yeah. A, I don't think there is an answer to it, really. Um, no. And, uh, but, I, but I do think it's an issue that people are just ready to sweep under the rug, you know? And I think mm. when we say that, oh, men don't express their emotions, I actually think that men do express their emotions. And I think the way that we express our emotions is by expressing them in anger and i think that's something mm, um, neglect that's neglect something that, that feelings. Yeah. yeah i think so and i think that's where it comes out you know you're, you're pushing them down and you're pushing them down for so long or you know something happens on site or you get a bollocking mm. or you just you can't get anything right that day and um you know perhaps there's there's better ways to deal with it than just getting angry but that's just what happens i know that that's that's my experience anyway um that you know i I can tell where when i when i'm not dealing with issues properly when i'll just snap over something really stupid because and i'll and then i'll catch myself and i'll be like man i'm there's obviously something i need to deal with here because i'm just getting angry and that's just like it's not a way to deal with things you know i yeah i guess i grew up around um men who are like that who were pretty silent on anything but uh yeah the, mm. their main emotion was anger and, and you can tell like that's that's where it gets to when you don't have a positive outlet for your emotions or you don't have a yeah. you know the right peer group okay or, or the, the support around you that are willing yeah, sure. to kind of you know listen to you and and f- you can feel that you can be yourself like you talked to acknowledge earlier. that you're not okay but be there for you yeah exactly yeah my um, uh, for example, my, my my father, um, I love him to death, man. Like, he's definitely someone that's grown. Is he's cut from that cloth where I'm speaking about your emotions and never thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was really just neglected, and it wasn't, it wasn't expressed in the way it should have been. It should, you know, just I wish there's people around him that could have just said it's okay for him to feel his feel whatever way he felt, you know, because it did, it does have an impact. Uh, it does impact you later. Later, it, imp- it impacts your relationships. You know, it, yes. it impacts um, other relationships you may have with someone, um, especially your children. You know, mm-hmm. uh, myself and 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 um, myself included. So, yeah, yep, it does. And and I know yeah. that from from my talking, own experience. Talking personally, yeah, it needs to be okay, man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, exactly, yeah. man. I, I know a, that because so it's, a, it's a bit of a shame that um. Is it, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. We. I think we're lagging Are a little you bit. What you yeah. No. We, we, I think oh, we're yeah? lagging. Yeah. That's the, and that's what's causing us like talking over each other a little bit here. Uh, it's all good. Oh, edit oh, it okay. out. Yeah. No, I don't think we can really yeah. do anything about it, man. Um. Uh. But what I was going to say was, um. Yeah, I know that from my own experience, uh, in terms of not dealing with my emotions properly or not having that outlet or someone i maybe can feel i think that's maybe it's built into me maybe it's my personality maybe you're similar where it's all about finding that self-worth and feeling that this is a job Mm. i need to pull myself up by my own bootstraps you know it's not Mm. i always feel that um if i'm going for a rough patch it's not something that i should ever put on someone else i shouldn't make it someone else's problem you know i should i should figure that out myself uh, because i don't want to put more negative vibes out into the world so but the thing is is that that turns on me because it all ties in it ties in together man it all ties in together yeah Yeah. and it turns on me because you know you get that anger and then 
I'll come home and I'm angry from work or I'm just angry in general because, you know, you had a bad day and what happens, you take it out on your wife or you take it out on your kids. Mm. You know, you're not intentionally doing that. It's just like all of that mm. is stored up in there and it's got to go somewhere because uh, yeah. that's just... And unfortunately, that's, yeah. yeah, unfortunately, it is the it is the, the better half that kind of gets it, cops it, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it sometimes just, you know, it, uh, it is hard. It is hard, man. It's really dealing with that and being okay to be being okay to deal with it and being okay should always be okay. You know, should never be wrong. So, so, but yeah, again, it ties into that whole um, not wanting to put your emotional, not emotional baggage, but all the stuff, all the negative stuff that you're going through, not wanting to put it on anyone else. That's also ties into it as well. You know, in in regards to our and our fathers or or those that are. Um, from the older generation not being able to express themselves uh sometimes i feel like that's that was also part of it as well mm-hmm. um not wanting to throw not wanting to put any more baggage on on you know my my loved ones for what i'm going through um so they get on with the day you know and i i remember my dad talking about that and uh, i feel like that sometimes with myself too you know i might be going for a real rough day um, and I want to come home, and I don't want to throw that on my missus because my missus don't deserve that. Um, all my family members don't deserve that. But it's also like a, it's like a double-sided sword, you know. You, you have to, it has to go somewhere. It has to, it has to be taken out somewhere, you know. And unfortunately, in most common times, most most times it is your partner. So yeah, it's a hard one, man. It's so hard. It's really hard. Yeah. And, and I've got a, like a bit of a sad story really to tell about that, you know, as we're talking mm. about kind of men and, and that anger and keeping things in. Um, one yeah. thing that my, um, both my dad and my granddad told me and my, my great grandfather on my dad's side, he went to world war one um, and he's seen his brother die in front of him and he's seen his friends die in front of him. And, it, you know, he had a, a really rough time and a lot of men that, went into that war and fought in the trenches um it was a rough time and when he came home from the war um he went and worked down in the mines for the rest of his life and you know he had a pretty rough life and 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 my granddad would always well he would tell me he's told me and my dad's told me that on the anniversary of his brother's death when he was out at war he would stand in front of his brother's picture and he would cry like a baby like for a good half an hour um but other mm. than that he would never ever speak about the war or about mm. those experiences or anything that was just inside mm. him for years and years and years and he you know he took that to his deathbed he never once spoke about those horrific experiences that he had because and i'm guessing he never wanted to burden anyone else with yeah. those dark images and and it's such a shame you know my granddad speaks of regret that he kind of wished that his dad would have reached out to him or anyone um and not had yeah. to kind of carry that with him his whole life um yeah. you know for, for a young man to go through that and you know you watch your brother uh get torn apart mm. by by a shell or something like that right next to you and your friends yeah. and um and carry that kind of baggage around you for your whole life it's rough and, and it's no wonder that you know you breed a culture of perhaps anger or um that kind of conservative not expressing yourself um yeah. and you know maybe maybe that you know we give ourselves too much of a hard time as men talking about this stuff because really we're, yeah, we're doing true, it yeah. from a good place in terms of we don't want to put that on anyone else yeah um, that, yeah so. exactly 
it's it's a hard it's one. A, it's a top yeah, it's heartbreaking, man. Uh, especially for that, and it's heartbreaking to hear mm. hear a you know, family member carry that for so long and not even not and, and not even let it go. You know, he kind of carried that into the next part of his life. Mm-hmm. Uh, personally, myself, you know, um, I always I always remember this one time we um uh, like mental health, uh, the the epitome of mental health. And um and and my first my first interaction with it was was definitely from my father, it was definitely from my dad. Um, he's had a rough life too, man. And um, especially in Samoa, he's had a few things that's gone that he's gone through. And and uh, I believe it was back when I was a when I was a teenager, and it must have been Mother's Day or something. And he called my he had called my mum, and um, she she was crying over the phone and. Up the phone and I said, Man, don't ever call me back again. You know, you heard my mom, I don't want to hear from you. Um, and I put the phone down and and we didn't speak about that moment. We kind of got back into terms of communicating again and um I was able to come I was living in Australia at that time and I was able to come back to Auckland and um move back to uh, and come to Hamilton out uh, to sorry to Wellington to spend the holidays with him and he sat me down one uh, sat me down in the Arvo one time and he sat me down in the garage and he was just like, you know, he wanted to talk about it. He wanted to talk about what had gone on. I um, mean, he was going through some rough times at that time with his relationships as well. And he just, he kind of, I was a teenager then and he just, I just remember him telling me that after that conversation, he wanted to take his own life and he showed me the rope and he showed me the garage and, and I'm like, I don't know how to deal with that. And that stuff kind of, it's, 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 a, it's an extreme that, um, it's this or that, you know, it's from something so, something as small as just a little argument can take you all the way to processing yourself to take that step of not being, wanting to be here anymore. And that's, that's how volatile it can be when it comes to depression um, yes. and mental health, man. That's, that's, how, that's how, how quick it can go from zero to 100, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, that, that's, that's, that's kind of my relationship with my dad is just making sure he's okay. And, and just trying to, you know, talk to him and tell him that it's okay to express your feelings, man. Because I've been through my whole um, my whole life with you, and wanting you to be okay with your emotions and tell me you love me, and 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 you know, be okay with that. Because yeah, it's a shame that people carry that for so long. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, you know, again, it, it sounds like a similar story of, like you said, it, mm. it can go from this to that and it can just be a little thing. Yeah, at least yeah. people might think that it's a little thing that sets it off, but clearly there's a whole lot of stuff behind oh, that, yeah. you know, that, that's never been massive, dealt with yeah. properly. And, you exactly. know, a little never thing. Never had can, the correct way of being able to deal with things, haven't been able to exp- fully express and talk about my feelings. It's gone from this to that, man. And it's so sad. It's heartbreaking. Yeah. yeah. Very yeah, it is, man, and and it's kind of interesting because you contrast that with the so-called tradie culture. At least tr- bring it back to construction here in terms mm. of how we how we maybe do that on site. You know, there is a good mm. culture within you know the the classic the boys the group of boys you know on site yeah. getting together and and putting in the work putting in the mahi yeah. and, you know and having beers on a friday yeah, and exactly. don't get me wrong i absolutely love that um and i think yeah. that's where a lot of young guys actually can find their solace but it can mm. also it can also turn ugly really quick you know uh you know we've mm. talked about that kind of macho-ness and that bravado culture that uh we 
I don't see that going away really, you know, without some, yeah, comes, without a, yeah. without a kicking and screaming, to be honest. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and don't get me wrong. I, I enjoy that. And I enjoy hanging out with the boys and that kind of um, that level of chat or that level of interaction. Mm. Um, well, again, just, we spend five to five days a week with these guys, you know, yeah, that's the type of, that's the type of yarns that you have, eh? It is. And it's, you get a giggle from them. It's like, hang out with the boys. They end up becoming your mates. Uh, and yeah, you enjoy it. You do enjoy it. And, um, and with my employer, um, we have those days, man, sometimes. Most times uh, we have our bad days. But when I have gone to different sites, man, yeah, I, I get there all the time. I'm a team worker. And I love, I love working with the team, gunning it, going, going for gold for the boys, you know, working as hard because we all wanting to, we all wanting to complete the same thing. And um, yeah, I understand that, man. I enjoy that feeling for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's just, yeah. you know, it's great because we have that side to our industry. Um, but mm. sometimes I feel like we just don't leave room for anything else. Like we, it's almost like mm. it's like we're trying to have a party all the time without all the other stuff that comes with life, you know, not that, not <laughs> that work or not, not that digging holes on a rainy day as a party, but you know what I mean? Too it's much, kind uh, of, too yeah. much George, bro. Too much George. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Too much George, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but it's, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's sort of yeah. that, that atmosphere, which I love, but it, um, I think maybe as you get older, maybe, you know, I can see why younger guys just want to do that all the time. Um, and, mm. um, Hey, look, there's nothing wrong with that. I love that. That's, no, that's nothing wrong part with of that, why I love the trades, but I feel like we do kind of leave out a whole other range of conversations that just don't get brought up at work. And like you say, when you're, mm. when you're working with these guys five, six days a week, you know, nine hours a day, um, and it's always a party, um mm. you know there's there's a, when it's there's the party a whole, stop you know when yeah yeah i yeah. mean it's not a party but i think you know what i mean yeah, right that I there's other there's mean, other yeah. there's other kind of other facets things. that you you might rely on people for that you're not getting or that mm. you know if you're not getting it at work and um, mm. maybe if you're not getting it at home then where are you going to get those kind of places it's to, it just keeps gets just keeps getting moved along you know it gets, yeah. keeps getting pushed under the rug bro yeah i understand that man yeah Definitely. I'm trying to be that myself, you know, anyone that, that is listening right now, um, if you ever need someone to talk to, talk to your mate, man, talk to, talk to myself, talk to, talk to you, bro, because mm. there's people out there that are willing to listen, man, it might not be the next, the guy next to you, but uh, slowly people are getting in there, slowly people are changing their habits of, of um, not wanting to listen to making it important to listen to those that are, are struggling and, um, mm. Sometimes that's all it takes, man. Sometimes that's all it takes. Mate, I think I think you hit the nail on the head. Not to be too cheesy, but uh, no, yeah, no. you're absolutely right. I think I think that's probably mm. the way forward, especially for men. Uh, speaking mm. personally, you really just need someone to listen, and you know, listen properly, and you know, you yeah, can... not not half ass exactly, man. Yeah. Half ass listen, not those. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No. no, yeah. You need yeah. someone to really just. Understand you, bro. Definitely. It's yeah. It's a waste. It's a, it's a, it's, a, it's a shame that when you when you trying to have that that you know that that deep and meaningful conversation with someone and you know it's not it's not really uh, honoured by by uh, by being listened to be heard properly and full attention. You know, it's it, it doesn't it doesn't you know it doesn't do anything right for you. 
Correct. So, and that, yeah, yeah. And, and I think that's why we maybe need to breed a, I don't know how we do that, breed a better culture, whether that's something that we can do on site, you know, is it really even yeah. appropriate to be pouring yourself out onto someone, onto your mate at Smoko uh, over a pie yeah. and a can of E? <laughs> you know? Hey, mate. Um, I, I, don't know. I heard pie, pie, that's enough, mate. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you know what I mean? Um, I think, yeah, uh, yeah the, the, those conversations do need to happen. But um, yeah, I guess you have to find an appropriate time. And, and like you say, when if you don't feel comfortable having those conversations, and then I've seen it happen on site where you can tell mm. someone just really needs to talk about something like that and they just end up saying it and perhaps they don't get mm. their timing right. And I, I wouldn't mm. say, you know, guys or girls take the mickey out of them for, for saying what they're saying, but it's like mm. you go from kind of talking about, oh, what are you up to on the weekend to something, you know, maybe mental health related or something about a relationship that's quite serious and that, you know, the person speaking obviously wants everyone's kind of, um, you know, not full attention, but well, yeah, full attention and, and at least to be heard. Um, yeah, and, to be acknowledged for his feelings. Yeah, yeah and, for sure. and, and you never know when someone's coming out with something like that. Uh, you might think, mm. oh, that's a bit random that they'll change that subject like that or whatever it might be. But really, that's mm. probably been bubbling away for a while. And, and, if, and yeah. if that just for them to say that and then for it to get brushed off, that's a big blow to them yeah you know? big time man yeah and it, it, it's like i said before it's the lingering effect there it takes it goes all the way with you till you go to sleep till you wake up the next morning you're still there yeah um yeah man it's hard it's a hard one bro it's a very rare breed of um of those that are you know are connected like that um able to listen and listen with your heart you know listen listen mm -hmm. to and also yeah like you said time and place man and, you know, you could be banging up frames and then yeah, someone could just really have, could have read something on their phone and and, and it's changed their whole attitude or they've come to work and you know that not, nothing's right going right with them. Um, being able to talk to them after work is, and just being able to have their, their, their little, uh, their little corridor after work and, and seeing how they really are after once work's done. Mm. I think that's, that's something that needs to be, that definitely should, you know, besides the bullshit that gets talked to them after work, <laughs> what are you going to get up to? I'm going to the pub. Oh, yeah, yeah, sweet bros. And, um, yeah, yeah, sometimes it needs to be a little bit more serious. But, um, yeah, also, you know, <laughs> not always too serious, but definitely yes. when you can feel that from someone, um, yeah, yep. changes. You yeah. have, to, have, to, have to kill me 100%, bro. Definitely, yeah. And I think, yeah, I think, I think listening is the key. Uh, I think you're right. Um, mm. And I, yeah, I think that's really the, the best we can do. You know, I don't, like you said mm. quite earlier um, and it sounds like we're quite similar in the way that we're uh, we have self-worth and we try and figure things out ourselves because I think you're right. That's, that's how these issues really get dealt with is where you can at least get yourself to a position where you are, you know, well enough or strong enough to take on those issues or, or you know, make big decisions or, or anything like that yourself. But really mm. what you need is a good listener. Um, and then, you know, I think that's all you can expect from someone. You can't really expect answers. Um, and I think as yeah. a listener also, you shouldn't 
really be dealing out too much advice, you know, maybe if it's being mm. asked for, but I think what's going to help that person more than anything is just listening. Um, that's mm. really, you know, and like you say, listening with all your heart. Um, yeah. 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 I know some tradies will just be freaking out right now talking about listening <laughs> with all your heart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, with all your heart. Yeah. From me. Yeah, it sounds like a Disney movie or something. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not scared, bro. No worries. Yeah. Bro. Yeah, um, you got you to be okay with it, bro. you got to yeah. be okay with, with throwing yourself out there, man. Um, because, yeah, you always, you've always got to think about if that was me, you know. It's always got to be that if that was me, you know, I wish someone would step up and, and ask me if I was okay, you know, because, mm. you know, if... if those are those are things that that are required in in the world, man. That can just save a life. It can save, it can save someone from doing such a making such a, a wrong decision in life, and ultimately not only affecting themselves but affecting their whole family. The way the way that that kind of it it, it, um, it spreads, man. It, it affects a lot of people. So I always think about that, man. I always take it to myself. Like, what if, what if what if that was me that was kind of going through that? Um, be there doesn't have to be a bro it could be a random stranger that wants to that that is going through some stuff man just committing to the conversation and and listening with 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 your heart man yes that's definitely that's definitely key bro yeah absolutely and 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 hopefully you know as as time goes on and and this thing is you know destigmatized and we can talk about it more Mm. as a society as a construction community um yeah, I hope we get better at it because I feel like um, when you build with your team, uh, if you're a teamwork person, you know, and you're you're in there with the mud with them, like we've talked about mm. for those hours, there's a connection that you form that's really positive when you're working together as a group, not only just for the sake of working, but when you really value the work that you're doing. You know, we talked earlier about how, you know, how much self-worth you can gain out of knowing that you have the skills to build someone a house or, or really, Mm. you know, you know, put up that curtain rail for your auntie or your nanny. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Whatever it (laughs) might be, you know, that's a valuable skill. Oh my boy. I'm so, so, thank you so much. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But when you, you know, when you do that with a group of people and you, you develop that connection, I think at times you want to be able to, be um close to them in other ways and you feel like man i work hard with this person every day it's mm. like we're quite close and then perhaps you know when you get to a stage where you're not having a good day and you kind of do just want someone to talk to or you kind of feel um and perhaps this doesn't happen enough in our industry but maybe when you see a guy who's down on site and you can tell because you work with those guys or girls every day, you know, their heads down they're they're not as mm. chirpy, you know, they don't have, they're not singing to the radio or whatever it might be for that person. You can tell that they're having mm. a bit of an off day. Um, you know, you should be able to um, help that person out. And I feel like um, it's sad when that doesn't happen, you know, when you work in, yeah. together and you're so close and you're kind of, you're having that party with all those guys or girls all day. And then when you yeah. need them in another way, uh, they're not there for you. And that can just yeah. be a real blow, especially when, like you say, you already yeah, have such a tight yeah. relationship with those people. Yeah. So uh, yeah, hopefully 100%. we can, as a community, as 
you know, construction brothers and sisters, we can kind of get together and, and get better at that. Um, mm. I think that would that would help a lot, even attracting more people to the trades. You know, that's always a yeah, problem man. for yeah, the next generation. You know, when they see like, oh, when they have that stigma of, oh, you know, you got to be a tough guy, or you know, you got to work really hard, and um, no, you know, man. you you, you know. Yeah, it's like a how, how are we going to invite the next generation of people to want to come yeah. and see the value of what we do when we put up this wall of oh you know you have to drink beer after work every day and you know run around in stubbies and you know say <laughs> the f word every other sentence. It's like we don't have to do that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> there's a yeah, there's, but, um, there's no. I don't see any negative. Um, I don't. I don't see any negative response from that man. Like. I don't see anything negative with that. Well, all I see is positives when it comes to being able for us as tradies to, to express ourselves, man. That's all I see is we'll only get better. We'll only get better for those those boys that are, and girls that are jumping into the trade, the brothers and sisters that are jumping into the trade, to be more accepting of, of, of those that are, are struggling with and struggle, struggling in, in some hard times, man. Mm-hmm. Um, at the end, and it takes it will probably take away that that stigma of oh you got to be tough to be a trader you got to be a big man you got to be because you know I'm, I'm all those things but it, it's never it's never been like that for me it's always just been like hey I know I'm I'm here I'm here and I'm I'm willing to express my feelings man I never gave a shit yeah, yeah. and you should never give a shit about what people think of you man mm-hmm. and I, I I I'm hundred percent with that man yeah never and let that- anyone tell you what tell you tell you that man because at the end of the day, like we said before, it's all about yourself. You're the only one that's going to get you over the finish line, man. It's just you. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. Yeah, 100% yeah. with that, bro. Yeah, well said, bro. And, and I appreciate that. If you don't mind me saying I appreciate that, and I know people will appreciate that coming from someone like yourself because looking at at you, you know, <laughs> first impressions, you're a big guy, you're a hairy dude, you know, you're you're a proper, you're a proper tradie, like, you know, um, yeah. you know what I mean? So when, yeah, when yeah, you I hear just... that so-called like physical stigma sort of trait yeah. and coming out with that stuff, that's powerful to people who, who are perhaps no, kind no, of it's... reserved and not willing to, to give that. Uh, I think we, yeah. you know, as tradies, we take things on face value. You know, if you see a big guy like that yeah. kind of, um, express himself like that like good on you for doing that you know uh, i appreciate it yeah, man, i never 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 let um never let those those people's uh people's views of you determine who you are mm-hmm. you know you, can, you can't you, you can be a big fella and 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 be muscly and you can be a small fella and and not have as much muscles but the person inside man as long as you're a good person um, and you and you're willing to be good to people, being kind to people, man. That 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 trumps that stuff, man. Because that stuff's all outdated. Right? Mm-hmm. Being a macho, Mister Macho Man, you know that <laughs> that's um, you you probably get a fine for that, you know. All those stereotypes and sexualizing women and oh, none of that, none of that stuff, you know. That stuff you get in trouble for that now. Mm-hmm. And of course, too right, bro. Mm-hmm. Too right. Yeah, you should yep. be should be able to be yourself, man. Yeah. yeah and you know wh- where's the negative in that you know people who are willing yeah, to be themselves the like that's that's what we want like imagine you know you go to work mm. and 
there's no one wearing a mask if you know what i mean you know everyone's yeah. coming as themselves and they're not afraid to be themselves and you know uh it's just going to make for a better work environment it's going to make for a better mm. learning environment um and, yeah. and like we said if we can if we can put that up as a construction community we can attract a whole lot of people who perhaps uh, you know maybe i'm speaking especially for women who perhaps never saw this industry as an option in the first place because it's like mm. I'll, I'll never fit into that uh stereotypical no, um industry whereas you know if, if that can be changed we can we can attract a whole lot more people who could bring a whole lot of different skills aspects um you know personalities to our trade and and you know we can we can push it on even further and, and have you know different work relationships completely so it's exciting if we can yeah. if we can get together and take that you know that attitude that you're that you're talking about and um yeah. you know make something happen yeah big time bro um yeah can't be can't be asked enough man it needs yeah. to be needs to be pushed eh? because it's just it's just it's just better for everyone that's that's in the trade right now and those that are willing to jump into the trade male or female you know it just makes it you know more understanding um business more understanding it's good for new zealand it's good for us as building community just to be okay with each other and, and support one another and we need that more often than than the negatives man for sure so i mean to that yeah, yeah definitely man so i'm wondering if we can since we're kind of speaking about the next generation and and people coming mm. through you know you you've said you're i mean you're not a i'll say it like you're an old man but you said you're an older apprentice you're not you're not really <laughs> that old at all to be honest um but you know what what would you say to perhaps someone who's thinking even of a career change or even to the young person who might be in high school right down there you know anywhere in between who's thinking of taking on an apprenticeship and, and starting a trade, whether it be carpentry or mm-hmm. in the trades at all, you know, what would you say to someone who's, who's maybe thinking about that or even an apprentice now, is there anything that you've learned in your time? You know, you're a third year, you're, you're well into mm. it. Um, what, what do you think some kind of key lessons or, or attitudes that you've developed or you've picked up that's helped you in your journey so far? Uh, in regards to those that are, uh, are interested, into the trade, um, give it a go. Hey, uh, give it a try. If they don't, if it's not your cup of tea, then there's always something else. You know, there's always something to fall onto. But if you want to try the trade, there's so many different trades in as in, in this industry. You know, mm-hmm. there's there's so many different types of tradies out there. You could you could not like um, you might not like building. You might like uh, you might be able to do something else. You know, there's so many different avenues where you go down. Um, and just give it a go. That's definitely number one. Give it a go. Uh, starting an apprenticeship is really hard. It is hard work to committing yourself to to the nine to five or the eight to five. It is really hard committing yourself to something like that, um, especially when it, in regards to the prices on tools, um, supporting yourself with your tools, um, being able to do your book work. It is a big, it is the big, um, big weight on on you, but. Um, if you're willing to give it a go, man, and you're willing to push yourself and you know step through that door, man, it, there's so much out there for you. I encourage those to jump on the trade if they if they feel like the trade's the avenue for male or female. Um, in regards to myself as a third year apprentice, oof, just yeah, if you just do yourself a favor and 
do yourself a favor and and walk the extra mile by informing yourself about certain products or informing yourself about um, a different type of cladding, learning what you have to learn about what you're about to do because it just helps it helps so much, man, when it comes to you actually doing the job. You know all the specs, you know all the tech, you know all the dimensions and what this comes in. Just just yeah, informing yourself, bro, because you can't rely so much on, on your trainer, you know, once he goes home and you have to you have to you know, get involved when it comes to products and and the next stage and you gotta put a window in and what's my process of doing that and and all those things, man. So yeah, just just and there's so many websites, there's so many different um there's so many different builders as well that are, are willing to give um, information, man. And that's something that I, that's something that I have a hard time getting from my own boss, man. So mm. speaking from speaking on that on that on my on that behalf, um, I've had to do that myself, which is I've had to go the extra step, uh, just to learn what I had to learn because, like I said, my guy is a bit uh, you got a bit of a you know you have to pay me for my knowledge kind of buzz and. And sometimes just save yourself the, the trouble of of um of the of the earache and um by learning your on your own on your own terms, man. And um yeah. That's definitely uh, the one the one thing I'd go to. Uh yeah. when it comes to and hard mahi too. Yeah. I've I've always prided myself on hard work, but and, yeah. and those that are willing to get in get stuck in man and um and you'll uh, believe me, you'll you'll leave the day, you'll leave the end of the day, um, feeling proud that you gave it all every day, hundred percent. You know, that, mm. that's 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 me. That's me. That's that's how I feel. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh. Yeah. Well said. And and it's interesting, actually, what you say about. Um, and perhaps it's a good thing to let apprentices know to not necessarily expect that they're going to learn absolutely everything or that their employer mm. is going to have the, the time of day to really teach them yeah. that, um, it, whether yeah. they want to or not. So yeah. it, it really is a good idea. And like you said, mm. there's so many fantastic resources out there, especially, I mean, yeah, one thing I relied on heavily when I was an apprentice or that not relied on, but that I always looked at was, was YouTube, you know, that's an endless resource um, for, mm. for, for ha- kind of how tos or you know how to yeah. use a tool properly or how to change oh, blade, how to change blades oh, or, you know how to properly sharpen yeah. your chisels or, or anything like that sometimes yeah. you don't there's not enough time on site for for guys to teach you that and it depends on mm. your environment and the company you work with mm. but, um yeah you don't. It's a deep, it's a deep hole that one, though. It's a deep hole that one. Eh? It is. You kind of yeah. you will get lost in there, man, for sure. Oh, you will. Uh, yeah. <laughs> YouTube's Absolutely. got so much good things on there. It does. Um, you could be there's so much information there, bro. So yeah, use YouTube definitely, definitely yeah. use YouTube. Uh, use the internet uh, to the best of your possibilities. Uh, um, use your brands. Use your your study work. All the references on the on the websites that they they're referring to. Um, all those uh, ITM uh, books, those those free, you know, those free books you get in at Carter's and all those books that are there, those got information as well. So, um, yeah, those those guys that are forthcoming with their knowledge, man. You know, I really wish that I could uh, have a have that type of relationship with, with my boss, but um, I give it to you guys that are, are willing to pass your knowledge down to the next because um, it's really important, man. 
Um, and also, it's, it is important for you to for you to jump on your jump on the books and have a look yourself too, and um, mm-hmm. not be willing to rely on on your boss because he, he could be going through his own kind of troubles and yes. might leave you on a bus, you know. And that's the kind of situation that I had myself in. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have to make the best of it, and you have to be willing to learn past uh, past work, and yeah, that's that's the attitude I, I believe that you need to have. Nice. Yep. And you and and, and um, just yeah, you get you get your hard days and your good days, man. But um, never give up on your hard days. Um, enjoy the good days because uh, you deserve it. And those hard curves for you just just learning teaches you who you are. And you know you could be burying all day. You could be burying concrete all day. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just a learning curve for you, man. It's just it's just part of the process. You got to respect the process. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And especially when you're in that apprenticeship mode um, and you're right, mm. it is hard. And, and if you're not in the ideal employment situation, um, mm. it's hard to remind yourself of this, but there's there's always a learning opportunity in anything. And, mm. and you know, hindsight's a, a beautiful thing because when you're in there at the mm. time, uh, it might suck or you're having a bad week yeah. and you're stuffing things up and it's like, this sucks. Like, I, you totally lose confidence or, you know, yep. you, you don't back yourself as much as you should. Yeah. Um, but oh, killer, there, there is so a learning. A yeah, there is a learning opportunity though. Uh, you know, almost in any environment, even if it's, well, I need a... I've learned enough from this. I'm out of here. You know what I mean? There's always, uh, there's always, there's always something to be gained. So if you can keep that in your mind, especially as an apprentice, um, but you mm. never stop learning, man. Um, no, man. Yeah. My, my dad's, no, nah, my dad's a carpenter and he's still on the tools and yeah, he always tells me he's never stopped learning. And it's a, it's a great thing about uh, being in our trade as well. So mm. yeah. Awesome, uh, Lorenzo. I, I really appreciate your time tonight, man. It, it's been it's been a uh, enlightening conversation. Um, yeah, thanks for <laughs> thanks for speaking so openly about kind of your experiences and um, any time, man. Any time, um, bro. Yeah, absolutely. We'll, we'll definitely we'll do it again. We'll we'll have to check back in um, with yeah, you and yeah, see yeah. how you're getting on, and especially when yeah. you're um, when you're qualified uh, one day, that'd be that'd be pretty cool to to get back together. Or oh, even, man, it'll even be great then. to. Yeah, it'd be great to just keep in contact, bro, because yeah, keeping in contact with the bros and keeping in contact with the sisters will get you through the day, eh? Yeah. Will get you through the hard times. So, yeah, of course, man, it's been, I really appreciate being on here, man, and I want to want to thank you, especially for giving me the opportunity to talk. Um, I rambled a bit too much sometimes, but... No. Um, but, yeah, like I said, just being yourself, man, 100% true to yourself and not giving a shit about how, what people think of you or how they how they feel towards you, man. It's so much power in that, so much power in yourself. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. If you have that yeah. self-respect and if you know you're, you're trying your hardest or, or you're battling away and, and you're not, mm. you know, you're not taking the piss, then, um, mm. then you're doing, you're doing okay. A hundred percent. You're doing okay. hundred percent, so, man. Yeah. So, uh, just, just give yourself a plug, man. You're live on here. So, I mean, I found you on Instagram and, um, yeah. you, do, you do a few posts and a few stories on there that I quite enjoy. Um, every time I look at your <laughs> posts, it's like, oh man, this guy's working hard. I can just tell you, you're into it. You love it. Uh, yeah. Love uh, yeah, it, yeah. Uh, plug, plug your Instagram and anything else you want to kind of shout out or anything like that. Uh, first and foremost, just want to shout out to my uh, my younger cousin Jordan. He might be listening to this. Um, I just want to tell him, man, um, 
keep your head up, my bro. Um, you'll get through it in the end. And um, my Instagram name is at uh, 43.carpentry. Uh, you know, shout out to four of the brothers. Shout out to Wisdom New Zealand. Um, you know, a lot of their quotes have got me through the day sometimes. So. Mm-hmm. And shout out to Chip Away uh, Podcast. And shout out to uh, Mental Health Sparky. I listen to his podcast. Yeah, hit up for him and and Apprentice Ethan and uh, Sparky Girl. You know, you guys, all your your past interviews have been awesome, man. So shout out to all the people that have been on here before. Um, I hope that those guys that are listening, everyone that's listening. I hope you guys have a fantastic day and and yeah, never give up, man. Never give up on yourself, hundred percent. Awesome, man. Thank you very much, Lorenzo. That that was wicked. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll definitely do this again, brother. So yeah, no, take it easy good. and and all thank the you best for your time, for my man. The rest of your apprenticeship. Good on you, mate. See you, see you on the gram, my bro. Well done. <laughs> Cheers, Cheers to everyone. See Cheers, brother. All right. Thanks for listening, friends. If, like me, you enjoy conversations about the love of building and creating, then please consider subscribing to the show and leaving a review wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks very much to Lorenzo for his time. Really appreciate his openness and honesty. It's humbling to hear Lorenzo's shows, how the new generation of tradespeople can put their best foot forward, lifting themselves and those around them to the next level. Uh, he's the nicest guy on the show so far without a doubt so we all need some of these vibes and introspections in our lives i reckon you can follow lorenzo on instagram at 43.carpentry thanks again to you for your time and support i really appreciate it you can follow me on instagram at chip away carpenter to keep up to date with what's happening on the podcast and until the next one keep chipping away